Alrighty, we'll get started here. Sounds good. Feeling ready? Yeah. Good to go. Well, hey there, and welcome to the Circle YXE podcast. My name is Austin, and we are so glad that you're joining us this week. Um, we're continuing in our seven postures we can take in a time of fear series, which means I am joined again by Pastor Paul. Hey, Austin. It's good to be here. Did that surprise you a little bit there? I was just going to take a picture of myself doing this, if you believe it or not. I was that vain. <laughs> Making sure to take a selfie before we get started. Absolutely. All right, Paul. Um, we noticed on Sunday that you got a new haircut. Can you tell <laughs> us all about that? Yeah, it was a good experience. Um, well, I guess I said it was a difficult experience. It's always hard to change yourself up a little bit. And I needed a haircut. And um, I kind of, I feel like maybe I threw my wife under the bus there a little bit saying it was all her fault. It wasn't. It for sure was not her fault. I uh, wanted my hair shorter. And then we kind of were debating. I said, well, let's try. Let's try to go quite short. And then it kept going shorter and shorter till it was gone. And I hadn't seen myself with a shaved head since I was, man, maybe eight or nine. So it was alarming to stare at myself in the mirror. So yeah, it was a little bit of a difficult <laughs> emotional experience I had to overcome. Well, really, like you're really in kind of the trends of 2020, mm -hmm. the, the quarantine look. Yes. The, yeah. the buzzed right to the scalp kind of look. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of memes going around about it. So it's been good to participate in the world joy of haircuts. Yeah. And even just kind of speaking about Sunday and, and this new series that you started, Who's in Charge, mm -hmm. it actually nicely lines up with kind of our seven best posture series here. Yeah, that's right. Um, this week, we're really focusing on being self-aware, which mm -hmm. is really kind of at the heart of, of your new series. Do you kind of want to unpack for us why you felt this was the right series for our current moment? Yeah. You know, we live in a, in a really weird reality. I, th I don't think uh, many of us thought that the world would be turned upside down as much as it has. Like, it's really surprising to think that we're all locked in our houses, isolating, making so little progress going outside. I don't think anybody expected this. And so I think when things go upside down, we tend to go upside down as well. And what I mean by that is our emotions take charge and can, can really get the best of us. So knowing that, and this is going to be really emotional time for us, it was important to address the emotional health. Now, in a Christian perspective, in the Christian understanding, we know that there is inseparable link between emotional health and spiritual maturity. You know, Jesus reminds us in Mark 7 that what comes out of us is from our hearts. And often what comes out of us defiles us. In fact, in that passage, Jesus describes some really nasty things, you know, sexual immorality, theft, murder adultery, greed, envy, and more, things like this, right? So what he says, what comes out of our hearts from our interior, from our interior life, if not processed, if not monitored, if not understood, if not examined, is really unhealthy. So this was a perfect time to kind of address this and, and dive into it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think there's so much going on that we can kind of get lost in this upside down oh, man. that's happening. And so I think it's really timely that we actually take a look inward and mm -hmm. kind of what's going on inside there. Um, one of the things I really appreciated about your message on Sunday is you referenced Emotionally Healthy Spirituality by Peter Cesaro. Yeah, that's right. Um, which I actually just finished reading a week ago, which was no coincidence. I didn't know you were going to use it. And mm -hmm. I think it's just an absolutely fantastic resource. And so we actually wanted to do something kind of brand new for the podcast. 
we actually wanted to give a copy of that book away to one of our listeners. Right, yeah. So all you have to do is share the podcast on your social media or with a couple of friends and then let us know by commenting done on the Facebook posting of the podcast. Nice. And then we'll draw a name uh, for the book to win a copy of the book next week or whenever it kind of gets here with kind of how all of this stuff is happening post isn't really happening as consistently as it is. But as soon as it gets here, we'll give it away um, to someone. But in Pete's book, he writes, and you referenced it in your message, which Mm -hmm. every time I read it, it just kind of pops off the page or when you said it on Sunday. He writes, when we do not process before God the very feelings that make us human, such as fear or sadness or anger, we leak. Can you unpack a bit more um, of this concept for us? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that we need to clarify right off the bat is that emotions, we all have emotions. That's what makes us human. We all have them. Uh, having emotions isn't good or bad, sinful or unsinful. Like it's not, that's not a reality. We all have emotions. And we know that God also has emotions. Uh, for those of us that read the Bible, those of us that are Christians, we see different emotions come from Jesus, from God through scriptures. And so we know emotions are, are um, we all have them, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And that we as Christians, we believe that we are image bearers of God. So we are God's image. So we also have emotions. So emotions in, in themselves are not bad. The issue we have is unprocessed emotions, unmonitored, unthoughtful uh, emotions. This is often characterized as emotional intelligence even. So that is our ability to recognize emotions inside of ourselves and even in others, right? So there's even books written on emo- emotional intelligence. And most people go through their lives this is really unfortunate, without paying any attention to their emotions, either completely ignoring them or letting them control their lives. And when emotions control our lives, when they take charge, they often pour out, as Jesus described, what defiles us, what comes from our hearts, because the things have not been monitored, they have not been processed, and what comes out of us, what leaks, is usually unhealthy. Um, So we need to pay attention to that. So things, you know, like envy puts us in conflict with people. Anger can put us in conflict with people. You know, these emotions, when they leak, they put us in conflict with people because they're unprocessed or unmonitored. And so when they are those kind of unmonitored, unprocessed emotions, we find ourselves in conflict. And when we find ourselves in conflict, we find ourselves in conflict with God because God loves all people. And this is what Jesus was addressing. He's always going to the heart of the matter. He's always going, what's that God is after our hearts. And he, if, if God is not the center of our hearts, if God is not um, who we give our lives to, if who we uh, see or our lens to see the world through, then our heart takes control of us and what leaks out of us is uh, emotions that put us in conflict. Yeah, and I think that's a, such an important concept that, you know, as you know, image bearers of God that we were created in his image, that mm-hmm. we have emotions that we don't have to hide from God. Right, or, yeah. Um, you know, God isn't afraid of our, our anger or our sadness or our mm-hmm. fear and that um, he's very interested in those. Right, so right. I, even I guess on the flip side of this is like, what does it look like to process our emotions with God? Yeah, that, and that's, I think that's the heart of the matter, right? Um, because like I said, we all have these emotions and you said, and God has these emotions, so how do we process them? Well, I would really begin with simply to listen to what Jesus taught and demonstrated, right? We see that Jesus had an array of emotions from frustration, anger, joy, to deep sadness. 
Jesus's example was to have prayer life and solitude. We see this all the time. Jesus found time to be alone and to process and to pray. The, uh, the process of our emotions, the process of being self-aware begins with us encountering Jesus through scripture and silence. Like Jesus, we need to find time to reflect, to be in silence, and through scripture and prayer, monitor and process what our heart is experiencing. And I said this earlier, and it's alarming that most of us go through our lives without paying any attention to our emotions or, or push them deep inside of us um, and ignoring them or letting them, by doing this, control us. Yeah, no, absolutely. So kind of keeping in step with our seven postures series, mm -hmm. practically, how can we become more aware of our emotions and our emotional health? And even just kind of as, as, as you're listening to this and as we're kind of thinking and talking this through, um, not just for, for this moment of crisis, but in general, like COVID's not going to last forever, hopefully. Mm -hmm. um, and so what can we do now and make kind of a habit of, um, of being more aware of our emotions? Yeah, no, that's, again, good question, Austin. I believe that um, in the Christian life, um, this is what I, was connect, uh, what I was saying earlier. We must embrace the way of Jesus. We must embrace in what he taught and what he did. And this is exactly what the early church did. So we embrace prayer, not just asking for blessing, that, that's fine, but actually asking for God's will. That is, what are you doing, God? And what are you inviting us into? So we embrace the way of having breathing space, breathing room, uh, solitude time to invite um, God into our space and to ask him what he's, what he's active in and to join him in that. So we begin the practice of solitude, uh, solitude and scripture reading. Um, the other thing I would say, we just really have to not judge our feelings. Feeling is a feeling. You can't label them good or bad, but you can process and examine your feelings to make sure they don't take control of you. So it's not the matter of, oh, I'm going to process, I'm going to judge my feeling of, uh, uh, oh, I guess uh, anger is always bad. Well, no, anger sometimes is good. Anger at injustice is excellent. Yeah, we absolutely. don't judge the feeling. We process and examine it to see the motivations we have that are coming out now. And then another thing I would say is uh, embracing rest is so important. We live in such a busy world and rest is so important for us to recharge and to recoup and to know who we are and play. You, we were made for joy. So book that in your calendars and your plans. Have time for rest and play. Like really what I'm saying is, is life is dynamic, right? Your job can be hard. Your family can be demanding. So set time aside to learn, to pray, to listen. And then revisit in those times, revisit your values. What are you working for? What are you living for? What really matters in your life? Revisit your values. Ask yourself, does your current path lead you to where you want to be in two years? Ask, what is Jesus calling you into? Then create times in your day to be silent and to listen. What I love about Jesus is that he promises that if we ask, he will answer. I think the problem is that we ask a lot, actually, but we don't create any space to hear his answer. I think, I think that's just so great. And I'm just really excited to continue to um, listen on Sundays to this series. I think it's so both timely and also just so helpful that we can get to know ourselves better, mm -hmm. that it's only going to help us to get to know God better. And so I'm, exactly I'm right. really excited 
um, for this series. What are we What are we looking at this Sunday? Yeah, thanks, Austin. We are this Sunday. We are going to be looking at the emotion of guilt, and guilt has such a power to weigh us down, to throw us off balance, to really dis, uh, control our life, to take charge. And when it does that, we begin to live our lives off balance. We don't live uh, in a healthy way. We show spiritual immaturity by parenting off balance, by uh, working off balance, by having relationships that are off balance, that are you know teetering from left to right instead of staying in balance and in hope in Christ. So we're going to look at guilt and see what it does to us and how we can examine and process guilt. That's awesome. Um, I just want to invite you to join us on Sunday at 1030 at Church Online. Mm-hmm. Um, you can join us by going to live.cdac.ca. Um, we meet at 1030 on Sundays. And like as Paul said, we're going to be unpacking guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, we are giving away a copy of Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. So if you want to be uh, in that draw to win that, just share this podcast with some friends or share it on Facebook and then just comment done in the um, Facebook posting of the podcast and we'll draw from those names and give a copy of the book away. So we're looking forward to be able, able to do that. That's awesome. Thanks, Austin. Again, this was a great conversation. It's just a good reminder for us to learn and develop practice of being self-aware, to know ourselves, to know Jesus better. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for listening this week and we hope that you have a great week and just know that we're praying for you. Mm-hmm.